0: Welcome to the News Grubs podcast, a new and refreshing news format presented by the one and only Scotto, AP and The Fish.
1: Hi everyone and welcome to News Grubs. I'm Scotto and joining me as usual are AP and The Fish. Hi guys. Hey. day. Uh, this week we're taking a look at um, Meta's New Horizon Worlds. Hmm. What's behind the release of some of Canada's strategic supply of maple syrup? Why the bomb squad had to race to the Gloucestershire Royal Hospital, 21's, 2021's, I should say, trickiest words, uh, 21 being the um, first one there. Um, but first, why has Lithuania been erased by China? Well, Ooh. what the story is, gentlemen, is that Lithuania is a tiny little Baltic country of about 2.8 million people sitting in the middle of their former Soviet Union, right? Mm. Up to date mm. there, okay? Well, it does a small amount of exports to China. What do they export, you know? Oh no,
0: no, I don't. (laughs) To be honest, no, I don't. Yeah, Um, but it's it's only it's only one percent of what China brings in. So
1: yeah, yeah, it's it's a tiny, tiny, tiny little amount. So um, and you know, it's not the end of the world for Lithuania. However, what they've discovered is when they. wanting to do some exporting and you have to of course go to um the customs and all that sort of stuff um yeah. and uh, when they uh, logged on to go to um do it with china um nothing they've been expanded so they from the records
2: they basically uh tried to log on to their account at the chinese portal for importing into china correct and they couldn't get into their account
1: no because their accounts are non-existent anymore you know, because, oh, because China things. has wiped them like a well you know what <laughs> Really? yes and why have they done this well because uh, <coughs> pardon me uh, China uh, sorry Taiwan opened an, a representative office in Lithuania just last month but they made the mistake as far as the uh, Chinese are concerned of calling it a Taiwanese representative offer uh, office, I should say, whereas everyone else when they're doing business with um, Taipei slash Taiwan, uh, because you can't, you can't say Taiwan. Taiwan is a dirty word. It's, as if, it's almost as if millennials have got hold so, of it. So hang on.
2: Are you, am I correct you to understand it, that mm-hmm. Lithuania opened up a representative office
1: in Taiwan? No, Taiwan opened up one in Lithuania. Oh. I, I may not have made that clear. I, you know. No, no, I get it. Okay. I get it. So instead of having the Taipei representative office in uh, Lithuania, uh, they opened, uh, they called it the Taiwan representative office. Yeah, right, office. and the Chinese are a bit picky about that, Ah, oh, not Jing Oh, Weijing Bu, um, or Winnie the Pooh as I like to call him, absolutely is appalled by that because of course <laughs> um, Taiwan is technically, as far as they're concerned, uh, just part of China. It's just a, a renegade province yeah. and they're going to invade it you know, sometime in the next few years and world will go to war and all that sort of stuff. Um, but because the Lithuanians have had the the temerity, the cheek, the audacity to say, well, we recognise Taiwan, China instantly wipes them like a dirty backside. <laughs> makes us makes Australia look like a popular uh, country as far as the Chinese is
0: concerned. So if, if, you, if, you, if you're asking if, if by ticked off, you mean that they've just erased all the import-export codes. Is correct, they are ticked off. Yes, <laughs>
1: so they are very ticked off. Very, very ticked off. Um... But uh, So the EU have uh, You know they've got a bit uppity about it Because Lithuania is part of the European Union uh, And in the typical Stylish Impressive way of uh, The EU being forceful with things They've looked at it and said That's a bit offside We're going to have a meeting about that We're going to think about it because we don't like to have Any of our members bullied Yeah uh, But we probably won't actually do anything we probably just, you know, we're 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 not going to say very much at all because they so don't care.
2: Yeah, basically
1: they just came into China. Yeah, well, it's about the size of it because everyone's just sucking up to China. Interestingly enough, there's only 14 countries left that still recognise Taiwan. And okay. um, and they, let me let me throw some big names at you here. Guatemala. That's a big name. That's a, that's hard to pronounce too. Yeah, exactly. Honduras. Uh huh. Haiti. Paraguay. S. Tuvalu, Nauru, Saint Vincent and the Grenadines, Saint Kitts and Nevis, Saint Lucia, uh, Belize, Marshall Islands, Palau, and the Vatican City. Although it's only a, an, an observer state, not an official member of, you know, well, the world, frankly. Um, look, look, I'm not that much on up on uh,
2: world politics mm-hmm. and uh, uh, tax law and, and all the rest of it. But yes. It seems to me that that list you read out. Mm-hmm seems to be a similar list to the tax haven lists that i've been hearing
1: Uh, well there might be one or two in there and i suspect that um, uh, there would be a number of certain individuals within the country of china that would probably have bank accounts in some of those places ah. because um they just do you know there's multi-billionaires left right and center well that's the ones that haven't been expunged from the record like lithuania um but it's just a case of um even though uh, china is all for free trade and world trade and we're not going to bully or do anything bad you know they're flogging anyone that even really oh yeah they just in the, the second you even think about the name taiwan wooshka I mean, we're expunged from China right now because I just said the word Taiwan. (laughs) And Wooshka. Oh, and Winnie the Pooh. How how much longer
0: are the World Trade Organisation going to sit by and tolerate China's presence at a seat at the table when they just willy-nilly excommunicate countries from trade?
1: Well, they've done it to us, and let's face it, no-one's really given a a, a rat's bum about it um, here in Australia. But, um, yeah, you would wonder, wouldn't you? It's just... I don't know, it's just very offside, but they've got the power, of course, they're going to be, if they're not already the world's biggest economy, um, so they can do what they like.
2: But it's clearly they're testing their, their, uh, how far they can
1: push people. They're putting their toe in the water, so to speak. Toe? I think the whole bloody leg's in the water. I think they're actually swimming. I think they're up to their necks in the water, to be honest. <laughs> Now,
2: Facebook, uh, also known as Meta, and it's still Facebook to me.
1: Oh, I, I um, mean, the minute you said Facebook, I had no idea who you were talking about. Really? No, not a clue. They
2: actu- they, they've actually expunged all, all references to Facebook from history now. No, absolutely.
1: They? They, well, see, it's the Chinese. Winnie the Pooh's at it with that, too. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> they've only
0: done it because of all the jokes that we make about it. <laughs> all my old mates call it faceplant. That's
1: true.
2: Now, they announced that on last Thursday that um, Horizons Worlds, a free app for socialising in the virtual reality, has been uh, uh, long in the making and is now open to any 18-year-old plus uh, with a Quest 2 headset. Have you got one of those, Scott? I don't even know what that is. AP, have you got one?
0: Uh, no, I've just got a pair of just headphones that say Netflix. came up".
2: Right, well, your help. <laughs> uh, uh, if you've got a Quest Two headset mm-hmm. in the United States and and Canada, right, you're okay. You can start using it now. Look, I've had a look at this. Right. And frankly, Mm -hmm. I am unimpressed. Look, this is a second crack at something that was done about 15 years ago. You might remember, Scotto, Mm -hmm. especially Scotto, because we covered this before AP joined us on another program. Right? We covered this some time back um, when Telstra spent an unbelievable amount of money to set up a Telstra environment, Mm -hmm. so to speak. Uh, in in the platform called Second Life. Oh,
1: I knew I remembered that. I was seeing, that? desperately
2: thinking. Oh, yeah. And that and this is basically a second Second Life. What's the point? It's a, it's a rehash. What's the point? They're just trying to breathe life into something that failed. Although, it's given that Facebook had nothing to do with it because it was back before even Facebook was uh, a twinkle in Mark Zuckerberg's eye. But. Uh, Second Life is a reality world Where you, you remember you set yourself up As an avatar, you pick yes. The um, the type of avatar That you want, a little bit different This time round mm-hmm. with the metaverse uh, Proposal mm-hmm. The avatars have no Legs Oh, What's But th- you have hands
0: So oh, it's disability friendly then
2: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely Yes right. You do have hands, though, right? And you do apparently have a mouth that kind of synchronizes with your speech, right? Presumably, using your headset as you're talking into the microphone, it translates in real time, with probably very little latency. But latency. But I think again, it's just another waste of billions and billions and billions of dollars. And and the other thing is, they they try to market it as. A way of socializing.
1: Why don't you Especially, just why don't you go to the pub? why don't you go out? Why don't you walk yes. outside your door for God's sake? Now, and, and, and here's the
2: irony. Mm-hmm. Now the pandemic mm-hmm. caused people to stay at home for long periods of time. and what happened? they got frustrated because they couldn't go out and socialize. That's true. Now they're being urged by meta, To uh, substitute real socialisation With a virtual socialisation
1: So will this do you think lead to a case where In the years to come The generation um, after X, Y, Z, Double A Double B Mm. um, Would probably be just Like sitting in their room And actually not have any kind of contact With an actual human being Everything would be just uh, Through their uh, $299 Quest head Two set or Quest 2 headset and so they'll never actually um, have any human contact whatsoever Isn't that what they do now? Oh yeah, good point
0: I, I've got a view on this um, I believe that this has been spawned or seeded uh, during COVID Right When they wanted uh, to offer people an alternative experience who were stuck at home I think it's been focused at millennials and later and uh, they've got a simplistic view of these people and they're offering them a world that they can resort to for escapism to cope with all the world's shite. That's oh, that's going. possibly true. And uh, and I think it's I think it's probably taken longer to develop. Uh, so it's coming up as, as the world. So, well, we're, we're certainly uh, here in Australia starting to open up. Mm-hmm. Even Queensland opens tomorrow. So I think they're late with it. Uh, I think it'll fall flat on its face. And I think uh, anyone that really wants to do anything like that should just go and watch the movie Avatar.
1: Or just, you know, go down to the pub, go for a walk, step outside your door. It's (laughs) not that scary, for God's sake. Now, guys, most uh, countries have a strategic reserve of oil and petroleum products, and gold, and bricks, and cocaine and stuff like that, depending on what part of the world you're in. Right. But did you know that Canada, mainly because it's well, Canada, do you know what their strategic reserve is of? Uh, silver. Crude uh, no, oil. No, don't be stupid. No. But uranium. No. You're obviously uh, not going to get it. I'll give you a hint. Maple syrup. Uh. <laughs> Maple syrup? Yes, that's the one. Well done. Maple syrup is it. And because of uh, booming demand for maple syrup, and I must admit I'm not that keen on it myself, but anyway, uh, and some um, poor harvests of late, they've had to tap into their strategic reserve of maple syrup to supply demand. In fact, they've had to tap in and distribute almost half of their strategic reserve of maple syrup, to keep the world's thrilled bit of uh, having their maple syrup is, to eat for This record. is unbelievable. I've got a note here. Mm-hmm. They supply about two-thirds of the world's demand for maple syrup. That's Well, most of Canada, I don't know if you know this, but most of Canada is treed with maple trees. Maple trees. Wow. And they go around uh, and syrup their maple trees in some fashion. I don't know the chemistry of it, to be honest. I imagine they tap it, uh, and away they go. Um, but demand has risen by 21% in the US alone, because they wow. love their maple syrup on their um, pancakes for breakfast. I, I, I've got They're to make I've got to. Yes, I, I do as well. Oh, do you?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh. They're happy to make fun of the Canadians, you know, nine times out of ten, but when it comes to syrup, they choose maple syrup from Canada.
1: Absolutely. Well, where else would you get it from? It's the number one supplier. Well, basically the number one supplier. They, they've, they keep
0: fifty million kilograms of maple syrup in in their emergency larder.
1: Correct. It's almost like one of those, um, uh, uh, not Doomsday Preppers, one of those um, uh, extreme couponing people that have got you know seven hundred thousand bottles of um, of mouthwash. Um, yeah, yeah. But the Canadians have all this uh, maple but, syrup. But but it's you can't imagine the maple
2: syrup. And as I admitted, mm. I love maple syrup. Mm. But
1: it's not a life and death commodity, Diz, is it? Diz to the Canadians, really? Well, clearly. Wow. I mean, who else has? How much? What did you say? Fifty million kilograms.
0: Fifty million ap? kilos. Uh, the 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 uh, QMSP. Holds 50 million kilos. That is the Quebec maple syrup producers. Oh, I was wondering what that was. Does it go <laughs> off? Well, not for a little while. I mean, uh, they, sell, well, they sell 83 million. Well, worldwide sales of maple syrup is 83 million kilos a year, and 60 million comes from Quebec's forests. Wow! So keeping 50 is probably not out of bounds for a producer for a, a producer group. It's a fair size uh, cupboard, though. If it's if it fairly is, yes.
1: And so, Fishy, do you have it instead of honey on your um, wheat bix or something or other? Not uh, well, instead.
2: I might actually put
1: a bit of honey on one pancake and a bit of maple syrup on another. How interesting. interesting. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm not a big fan of it, I've got to say, but I, maybe I just need to try it some more. Perhaps. I, I don't know. I commend it. Oh, that's good enough for me. I'll give it a go. One, one daughter has it and the rest of us don't go
0: anywhere near it. So one, one little funny... Shaped all. All the maple syrup bottles are are very unusual shapes. Is yours? Is yours like an ancient Egyptian lamp,
2: fishy? Uh, No, I can't say it is. Really,
0: the ones that uh, my family gets are like uh, bottles are strange. It's almost like the bottle, the bottle could cost more than the syrup inside it. But this is so only. Only
2: one of the daughters has it, and the rest of you don't. Can I ask a question? Yes. Does your daughter finish a sentence with a?
0: No, if she starts to, I'll, I'll ban her from using it. <laughs> Next up, gentlemen, we have been advised that the world is having trouble pronouncing certain things. Tell really? me about it. <laughs> A list has been <laughs> released of 2021's most mispronounced
1: words
2: 2021 mispronounced words that's for the
0: year 2021 clown
1: oh I'm sorry, idiot so i misunderstood you because <laughs> he I wasn't survey. being spe- he wasn't speaking clearly
0: correct <laughs> a survey has identified which words and names were the most tricky for news readers and people on tv so it's really focused on the broadcasters here well they're none too bright uh, well, except for us, of course. Uh, uh, people on TV to pronounce this year. It was compiled by the US captioning company. What do they do? The subtitles. They provide the subtitles for live TV events. You know the
1: ah, oh, the little the things. Yeah, I thought SBS did that.
0: Talking screens in front of them.
1: Oh, well, any time I watch a movie, um, at the end of it, it says SBS subtitles. Oh, okay. I think well, SBS they do that. Has
2: a, has a business to do that as well. Oh,
1: like, I see. They're in competition with these it. people. Yes. Oh right. Okay, I'm with you now. Okay, carry on. Sorry.
2: Uh,
0: they found Omicron had proven especially challenging. Are
1: oh, you kidding? No,
0: no. Well, it's not challenging for me because, as I've told you guys on another popular show uh, back in the sixties and seventies, there was actually a brand of hearing aid called Omicron.
1: Yeah, right.
0: And oh. uh, I just, I just, I just glided straight into it. I just, people were saying, "Oh, that new thing, Omicron," and they look at you like you're some sort of demigod. It, it's, a, it's a hearing aid, as far as I'm concerned, and I know how to pronounce it.
1: I thought it was Om Omicron. <laughs>
2: Now, hang on a second. It's it's for, for for news readers. They have a teleprompter, right? Yes. So it'll have the correct spelling of omicron. Yes. Now, I know if you've never experienced the word before and you're hearing it for the first time and not seeing the written word, mm-hmm. I know it can be confusing when you've only heard it once or twice and then trying to remember. For example, when the Prime Minister of Australia said, uh, "We have a new uh, a variant called omicron," right? And uh, you. Try and tell your friend that night about the new variant, and you can't remember how how to say it. So you say things like Omnicron or omnicon, all sorts of var- variations of it, or prime minister. I can, under- I can understand that, right. but but once you get uh, to see the written word, it should just m- in my view, anyway, sinking into your head pretty easily, right? Should. And if that's your job to to
0: read from an auto queue, which is you know one of the terms for that for that scrolling, text in front of the newsreaders, uh, if your job's to read from an auto cue or an auto-script, then you practice it before well, the show.
1: Here, it's interesting. I'm just looking at a little thing here, and um, of course, it was named after the Greek letter O, uh, and it's supposed to be pronounced O-me-cran, or O-mook-cran, depending on if you're uh, British or in- uh, American. So then it just comes down to also um, whether you're an American or a British TV pr- um, presenter, and that's to kind of complicate complicated oh. even more, apparently.
0: Uh, in, uh, Australia, in Australia, it's Omicron.
2: Yeah, it's cool I to think play. they should. I agree with AP. They should practice it like Ron Burgundy does. Yes, Omicron.
0: that would do. That's, that's a very gallant pronunciation. <laughs> Thank you it. so much, and not incorrect. Let's, oh, let's face it. I'm happy with that. Now, some of the other words. Yes. Now, I try to yeah. pronounce. I try to pronounce this lady's name as little as possible, uh, because that radio station that, that uh, we're all well connected with. Uh, plays very little of her music, but Billie Eilish. I can't oh. believe she's made the list. Yeah, well, it's not that hard, is it? No, well, it's E-I-L-I-S-H.
2: And, and she had uh, something to do with the new James Bond uh, music. She uh, uh, wrote theme, theme music. Uh, theme, yes. Oh, she did, did she? Did. Oh, I
1: watched so, that movie the other day. I didn't notice. But, so then
0: the newsreaders have had to use her name a lot more in connection, I guess, with announcing the movie. and
1: Absolutely. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Uh,
0: and so it's Eilish. And and so, of course, get capital E-I-Y dash Lish.
1: Wouldn't you, if you were... Sorry to interrupt you. I was just going to say, wouldn't you, if you were a um, person who writes the um, uh, auto-queue things, instead of having um, Billy E-I-L-I-S-H, uh, mm. actually write it as I hyphen Lish? Although, w- would then Ron yeah. Bergen, you go... I leech. That wouldn't be no, but that's what, that, that's what they do. That's what
2: they do, Scotty. Oh, okay. They write it phonetically. Oh, do they? I didn't know that. So,
1: yes, absolutely. God, I thought, uh, what's his name? Uh, Brian Henderson wouldn't have had that, would he? Well, he or any of these modern news readers would Doubt he? it. I
2: reckon Brian Henderson would have uh, come in early uh, to the television station. And practice he would yeah, have researched it? how it was pronounced, and if he wasn't sure, he'd ring up his colleagues in America to say, how do you pronounce this? Mm. How do you guys pronounce this? And then he would uh, make sure that he, he has that in his head, and he's a professional. Good point.
0: He's never pronu- never mispronounced anything, unlike me just then. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, now, a couple of other words, gentlemen. Mm. Yep. Ever given. right the ship that blocked the Suez Canal was often mistaken for Evergreen. Well, in fact, it, I, I heard newsreaders.
1: Well, that's because uh, it had bloody great big Evergreen on the side of the ship. Well, it was Evergiven. Yeah, no, well, I know, because Evergreen is actually the company that owned the ship, and as I say, it's oh, it printed <laughs> exactly. in 50-foot-high letters on the side. I see Glasgow is uh, one, which of course was the host city of the COP26 climate conference, yes. and then apparently Joe Biden and Barack Obama had trouble pronouncing Glasgow. Like, how can you... How can you not be able to pronounce Glasgow? G L A S GO. Or G A W S.
0: Glasgow, I think was how the, one of them got it wrong. Oh, baby. And then, yeah, Glasgow is the other way they screw it up.
1: Oh, God.
0: Uh, it, uh, 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 chugy. I, uh, a slang term used to describe and dismiss anything seen as hopelessly uncool or unfashionable. Now, I don't know about you boys. I've never referred to anything as Chugy, I've referred to it as utter shite. Yes. Um, but uh, Chugy. If something was crap or, you know, you know something that you didn't like, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm pretty no. sure it would be at the bottom of our list. I've never heard of it. Well, clearly no, we're no. not millennials. And then uh, I've left the most difficult one for me to last. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the world number four tennis player oh. who reached this year's French Open final. Anyone know who that was? Stefanos something. Uh, That's right. Stefanos Zipas. So,
1: so it's T-S-I-T-S-I-P-A-S. Come on, um, Fisher, you've got some Greek heritage in you. How would you, like, you know, well, virtually? I, you are I'm virtually even, Greek.
2: I'm even struggling with this. Oh, okay. Tsitsipas. Uh, that's it. Tsitsipas. That's, that's,
0: that's it. Perfect pronunciation. You could get a job on the sports desk. Oh, happy days. I don't want one. <laughs> Boys, the bomb squad was sent to an accident and emergency department.
2: Oh, really? Oh, wow
0: after a patient arrived with a world war Two artillery shell yes stuck in his bottom no yes army explosive experts were scrambled i'm not surprised medics feared the anti-tank round could be about to explode now there's a picture yeah. of the anti-tank oh, tank oh. round which oh thank god i thought you were going to
1: say something else then
0: you uh no no settle we've got other we've got other shows for that um <laughs> Uh, there's a picture of a fellow's hand. It's actually a fellow in fatigues, so he might be the sergeant major. Oh, I would uh, think he would be. He's Got the uh, bullet in a in a plastic bag, sort of. <laughs> well, you would, <laughs> wouldn't you? Locked away from the world in a plastic bag. Yeah, as you do. Um, beside his hand, and it's uh, look, it's it goes. It's all of his length of his fingers and halfway down the palm of his hand. So it's a big shell. It is a big uh, shell. Uh, now the unnamed patient, uh, John Smith. <laughs> Told doctors he slipped and fell. Oh, I on can see that 17 happening. Seventeen centimetre by six centimetre armour-piercing projectile. I've had taken that happen from his private arsenal, <laughs> so to speak, the kind of phrase. of military collectibles. Yes.
2: Did, did his trousers fly off? That's it. <laughs>
0: well, he, may, well, he may have been <laughs> like perusing accidentally naked. <laughs> it's a free country, fishy. He may have been perusing his collection naked. That's he true. Could have happened. It. it was later identified as being a World War Two. A uh, 57-millimeter shell typically fired from six-pounder anti-tank guns. Oh. Uh, the uh, the guy said he found the shell while he was having a clear out of his stuff. Right. right. Naked, obviously. And he <laughs> put it on the floor. As and you do. He <laughs> fell on it, and it went up his A, asterisk, atri asterisk, E. That'd be arse. Oh, right. Thank you. I wonder uh, what it was. And uh, he was in a considerable amount of pain. I'm not surprised. I think he collected military memorabilia. <laughs> Thanks. Well, Thanks, genius. Well,
2: well uh, I like, I'll like. just interrupt you there. Sorry, AP. I like the sun.co.uk's choice of words here. Yes. Uh, the uh, piece of armoury was taken from his private arsenal of it, <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it.
1: That <laughs> military collectibles.
0: Now, police said they responded to a report that a patient had presented with a munition in his rectum.
1: Imagine the, imagine the, 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 the bloke uh, yeah, Good evening Gloucestershire uh, Police What? My, how can I help you? Uh, yeah we've got a bloke in the hospital With a World War 2 uh, bit of ordnance Up his bottom Right okay well we'll just send a car right over and have a bit of a look at that won't we? Yeah you missed be you the miss highlight the, of you, their day You missed the cue there
0: Scott okay. yes. Hang on a second we'll call the bum squad <laughs> Charming <laughs> Charm. The item had been removed prior to police arrival, and the Army's Explosive Ordnance Disposal Team, uh, who who for forevermore now, their mates are going to call them the Bum Squad. Yes, I will. Were contacted. Troops from 11 Explosive Ordnance Disposal Regiment. Ooh. Bum Squad rushed <laughs> to the Royal Hospital. A defence source said it was a solid shot round. <laughs> it was a chunky, pointed lump of lead. Designed to rip through a tank's armour. Well, that'll do it. Or go up someone's rectum. <laughs> it was basically an inert lump of metal, so there was no risk to life, at least not to anyone else's. <laughs> uh, the uh, the son uh, doctor said the patient could have died if the round had pierced his gut.
1: We don't mean feet for it, not to
0: the size of the bloody thing. <laughs> yeah. The so range of objects... Yeah. This is a quote, not <clears> from <throat> me, from her. The range of objects that are pushed into rectums is incredible, from wine glasses to ketchup bottles... And parts of Hoovers. Which, which part of a Hoover that. would
1: you stick up your
0: butt. Oh, yes. The narrowest.
1: <laughs> not, the, not the engine of it. I notice they that, still use the term Hoover. What, Dyson haven't taken over from that yet? Or are they just no, not suitable not, not, for that job?
0: Not in Gloucestershire, they haven't. <laughs>
1: So he's, he's, he's just accidentally fell on, on it and it slipped up there. It reminds right. me of that uh, movie, The Last Boy Scout, when uh, Bruce Willis checks the um, uh, cupboard in his uh, wife's bedroom and outsteps his mate and uh, they said, oh, I'm oh, so sorry, it was just an accident. Yeah, sure, just an accident. You're walking along, tripped over and fell into my wife. Same sort of thing, isn't it?
0: <laughs> uh, well, the head nurse said, sadly, it is an everyday occurrence in A&E, accident and emergency, but I've never heard before of the bomb squad having to be called.
1: What, so they, they they get. It's a common thing for people to turn up with World War II munitions in their person.
0: No, no, things in their person. Oh, just, just Not, general things. Yeah.
1: Well, that brings us to uh, the end of another episode of the News Grubs podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week with some fabulously interesting news and uh, deliver it the way that, well,. We think it needs to be done. Don't forget, if you um, feel uh, that we've done a good job, have a look at the website and uh, on there is a donate button and you might like to donate a small amount of money to help us continue the brilliance it is, the News Grubs. See you next week, everyone. Bye.
2: Thanks for listening to the News Grubs. We'll be back next week.